Welcome back for episode 51 of Self-Signed Artist. How do you learn best? In this episode, we're talking about the different paths you can take to gain a music education. You're listening to Self-Signed Artist, the podcast that helps independent musicians run their brand like a business. Now, your hosts... Kobe Nelson and Jake Mannix. How's it going, everybody? I'm Kobe Nelson, and I'm here with Jake Mannix. Hello, hello. How's it going, Jake? Fresh off a walk? Fresh off a walk, man. 3.26 miles today. Nice. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. How was it? It was awesome. Man, how about you? Um, Good. I didn't get on a run today, so you're you're ahead of me today. Hey. That's probably the only time that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of getting ahead, uh, today we're talking about education. So this is a topic that I've been a little hesitant to talk about on this podcast, just based on what I do for my job. I teach at a university. My wife is a music teacher. So music education is a huge part of my life. So I feel like that makes me a little bit biased when it comes to this topic. But I think we have some similar views, Jake, and some different views in different areas when it comes to education. So I do think that it's good to talk about this overall as a topic and try and get a full perspective on music education and ultimately how it can affect you out there listening as an individual when it comes to your music career and kind of set you up to go after your music career. So the first thing that I want to do is talk about the different types of education relating to music, because I think, Jake, it's interesting that we kind of have different paths when it comes to education overall, but at the same time, we've both sort of ended up in the same place career-wise. So I think that's kind of interesting and gives us two, a couple different perspectives on creating a career in music. So the, the first type of education that I want to talk about is one that doesn't really get grouped in with education very often, and that's on-the-job education. So basically just starting out, you know, like you, whatever, you graduate high school or or whatever it is, however far you go in education, and you just jump right into it. So as a musician, maybe that would just be starting booking gigs, like you're just going out and you're getting gigs and you're writing music and you're putting out music and kind of just learning as you go, learning by having successes and trying to repeat them or learning by having failures and then trying to readjust and come up with a, a solution to that so it doesn't happen again. I think that that's potentially a really great way to go about it. I, I mean, there are plenty of people out there, I think, who have been hugely successful that way. Yeah. Jake, would you agree with that? Or what's, what would your perspective on that be? Yeah, people that dive dive headfirst into it, sure. Because you're, you're, I mean, if someone that does that is usually pretty passionate about it. So mm -hmm. I think uh, when they dive right into it headfirst, that's, that's when uh, it's really going to test them and see if they're really about it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't consider that education since it's kind of by definition like on your own. There's nobody teaching you anything, mm -hmm. but that's still a way to go about learning a craft and developing a craft. So I don't know, I still do consider that 
a type of education overall. Mm. Do you want to give us the give us the second type? Um, so the second one is going to be DIY. DIY is going to be the person that's doing an internship. That's going to be the person that is signing up for songwriting classes. They're taking uh, a few webinars from Dead Mouse or whoever. They could be taking private lessons, doing some workshops. There's a lot of different ways out there for these folks. Yeah, yeah. I think the key difference, I guess, between that and on the job would be that you're not, it's not trial and error. You're not going about trying to learn by just doing it and seeing what happens. You're you're bringing somebody else into the picture as well to give you information that you don't already have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're you're trying to learn from a teacher specifically, and you're kind of picking and choosing who that teacher is for a specific thing. So it's a kind of a, a build your own education sort of approach. Uh, I, I guess the, the other key difference maybe between the DIY education approach and on the job education approach is the cost is that I don't, I don't think I wouldn't consider DIY education a free option necessarily. Okay. Like you're going to have to pay for those webinars. Yeah. You're going to have to pay for private lessons or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you consider that to be the kind of education that you sort of did? Yeah. I, I mean, I would say that I've kind of gone between on the job and DIY mm. because I've done trial and error and I've, I mean, I met you at an internship. Yep. You know, so, but I also have done college. I've done all three, baby. (laughs) So, and then you mentioned the third one in that, which is kind of what you, what people traditionally think of when they think of school, which would be college or some sort of formal institution that you're going to and paying them to provide you with an education and experience. So those are kind of like the three breakdowns. College is kind of the route that I went overall. I went to college for music. I went to a music conservatory where I learned music things and also studio things, which is what I ended up doing. And now I also teach at the college level at a music conservatory as well. So that's kind of an area that I'm really familiar with. Uh, And the other two areas are kind of I, I'm aware of, but I, like I I, I want to kind of gain some perspective on those. So hopefully, Jake, uh, you can talk us through some of your experiences and stuff when it comes to that. Before we actually go into that and, and dive into the routes that we both took, I want to talk just a little bit about the thought process that has to go in to choosing what type of education is right for you as a person. So a lot of our listeners may be in school already or thinking about going to school or you're already past all of that and you're kind of looking back on your life and being like, did I make the right decision uh, and second guessing your choices? So I just want to go over three things that can go into making this choice that can help you decide whether or not one is better for you than the other. So the first thing that can affect this choice for you is your own personality and your own style, how you react to learning. I think you and I, Jake, probably differ a little bit on this personally. Like I know for myself, personality-wise, I needed a formal sort of education. I needed that sort of structure, especially when I was going through school in particular. Like when I graduated high school, I don't think that I could have gone into an on-the-job education sort of approach, trial and error, 
and been successful. That's just not where I was at the time. That's not the personality hmm. that I had. For you, like what would what what style would you say kind of fits your personality overall? Yeah, I would say that the DIY way for me is the best way to do it because I'm just gonna really dive into whatever I'm interested in and try to absolutely crush it as best I can at that one thing. And then I'm gonna be really hard on myself when and when I when I that I don't perfectly complete that thing. But like you were saying with with the structure and and basically just the structure of school is it was never something that I was super good at adhering to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think I need structure too, but I can't sit in a classroom and learn. Like I'm I'm fidgety. I've got restless leg syndrome, so I'm that kid who's bouncing his legs in the class. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah, different strokes for different folks, and it doesn't matter which folks you are or which folk you are. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think that's completely true. Like there are just certain personality types that lend themselves well to certain types of education. What you mentioned about like finding something that interests you and diving like headfirst into it, I mean, that resonates with me as well. That's something that I also do, and. That's something that I've done after college, Mm. continuing on with education. And that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But at any given time, I think there's going to be one of those types of education that's going to be fitting for whoever you are out there listening, whether you're just starting with education or whether you're continuing education on later. So think about that. Think about what types of things you respond to, what types of things get you motivated What types of things help you to actually retain information and apply it? Those are going to be the things that are going to help you figure out which type of education is right for you. So the next thing that I think goes into this choice of choosing an education style is the one one of the big things that a lot of people think about, and that's money. Money and time, because I think both of those things kind of go together to a certain extent. So obviously on the job, education is free technically you're not paying for a trial and error education approach diy might take a little bit of a a bigger investment as far as money goes and then of course college is going to be a bigger investment overall so you kind of have to consider obviously what is going to work for you financially but i think there are some other assumptions that kind of go along with this that people may not think of like overall you have potential for an opportunity cost that goes with one type of education over another. So for example, college might be more expensive like at face value where you're paying for time in classes, access to professors, access to facilities and things like that. So that has a bigger upfront price tag, but on the job education might be expensive in its own way just because you are, it might take longer to reach where you're going, or you might not have access to some of the things that you need to drive your education forward. And then DIY could be somewhere in the middle where you have all of those things. So I don't know. I think I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts on that are, Jake, if you feel like there are any sort of hidden costs with some of the other types of education that might have a smaller upfront price tag. Um, I think I think 
when you're paying for school, you're like you said, you're you're paying for access to the professors. You're paying for the information to be gathered and laid out in a certain way for you to understand and and digest. And like that's what you're paying for. So if you don't take it upon yourself, like when you go the DIY or on the job route, if you don't take it upon yourself to put in the effort and essentially like get that not the college experience, but that worth that value of experience. If you don't go out and get that yourself, that has a big price tag later. Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely true. It's kind of like a well, there's potential at least, I would say, yeah. for a money versus time kind of trade-off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you really take advantage of your time at college, then that investment is much more worth it. Whereas if you don't take advantage of that time, that investment may not be worth it. Yeah. Um, but then the flip side is also true for the other two, DIY and on the job. There's a time investment there that is a trade-off for money. You're saving money by having to invest more time to gather those things for yourself and put the pieces in place yourself and kind of lay out that roadmap like you mentioned, Jake, yeah. for yourself. And then the last thing that goes into making this choice, which really shouldn't go into making this choice, is outside pressure. And I think this is a big one for a lot of people and can kind of trip them up and cause them to not make the right choice for them. I think I see a lot of pressure going in both directions these days for a lot of people. There are still people who say that college is the way to go, that if you don't go to college, you're not going to have the opportunities. And then I think on the flip side of that, there's a growing number of people who say the opposite, who say that whatever college is a waste of money. And if you go to college, you are wasting money and wasting time that you could be spending pursuing your career earlier. Both of those things are outside pressure and may or may not be true for any individual person. So I think overall, you should really just ignore <laughs> what anybody else has to say about what the proper way to go about your education is and really think back to your personality and your style, how you how you learn best, and then also the money and the time aspect of it. What is going to be the most reasonable for you? Anything that anybody ha else has to say about that, I think is completely invalid. What are your thoughts on that, Jake? I think that that is true. And I... Yeah, it just drives home drives home the point that it's just different for everybody. And, but I, I will also say that you can get advice from from other people, though. Like you don't have to take it for face value, but you can at least like learn from your elders, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Well, I think there's a distinction there to be made between advice and outside pressure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I think advice is. Advice is something that is welcome. You can go and seek out advice, but if it's a parent or a peer or a teacher or anybody who's just saying, oh, like you're thinking about doing this, that's a terrible decision. Yeah. You're never going to succeed if you do that. Like that's not, that's not something that's actually going to lead you to a solution that's going to work for you. You really have to come at it from an internal place if someone says that to you you tell them to check their back tooth and walk away just kidding <laughs> what does that mean like check your breath like your breath stinks get away from me <laughs> <laughs>
So I, I guess in order to kind of bring this all into reality, I think it is worth, Jake, for us to each talk about our own experiences, especially since, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we've kind of both ended up on a similar career path with two different education experiences uh, and two different approaches to it. So would you be cool with starting off just kind of giving us a rundown of your approach overall to education and getting to where you are now? Yeah, sure. Um, so there's 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 been a couple different types of education that I've had um, over the years. The first one being just a audio engineering class at some studio in the middle of nowhere in New York. And then I had some college education for uh, sight singing, piano, music theory, music history, all that stuff. And then I would say the last like in-person education I got was my internship where I met Kobe. And then in between all of that, I've done like mix with the master's stuff. YouTube was amazing back in the day. I can't, I can't imagine trying to find stuff on YouTube right now. That's so saturated, man. Yeah. Yeah. And other than that, it's just been me, myself and I just kind of doing things and then finding out whether they're fun or not or good or not. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that really sounds like a mix of all three. You had that college experience, you had a lot of DIY. I would say that like that studio class that you took mixed yeah. with the masters, all, all of those types of things, YouTube, those would all be fall under the category of DIY, I would say. And then the, on the job. Yeah. So you kind of really have all of the perspectives there, which is kind of interesting. Is that like your personality overall? Do you think like, do you think that's just, there are certain aspects of different of all of those different types of education that just appeal to you? Well, this is another important, important piece is I didn't really feel like I wanted to go to college. I didn't feel like I needed to. And I was already, I had already started recording bands. Mm. So it was kind of funny because I was already recording bands, but here I am going to school, going to college, trying to get this certificate to get into a, uh, to get into a recording program. Like when I'm leaving, leaving school and going to a session, it like doesn't, it didn't add up to me. Like I shouldn't be here. This, this just isn't for me. So I switched it around a few times. And the only reason I really went to college is because I felt like I had to be there. That was part of that outside pressure. Big part of that outside pressure. Was there anybody that told you that you had to do that? No, never that I had to. Um, but when you have, you know, your parents, grandparents, um, you know, girlfriends or friends that are also going to college, you know, sometimes it can start to feel like, man, I'm, I'm the odd one out here. Mm. But I think like we were talking about earlier, like if, if I wish I could go back because I would have made more decisions for myself and I would have paid more attention to what I wanted and maybe put my nose to the grindstone a little bit more. Yeah. I think, I think looking back, you can always find that no matter what route you've chosen, there's always going to be something that you can look back on. I mean, for myself, I went a pretty much completely different route. I did one thing and continued on that path all the way through. (laughs) Um, I right out of high school applied to music school in uh, an audio engineering program and went through and did that and graduated. And then it was always kind of like a step-by-step thing for me. And I, I mentioned earlier that that was really where I was as 
a person at the time. And this isn't to say that this is the reason, this is a reason that everybody should go to college or that anybody should go to college necessarily. This is just the reasoning for me why it was the right decision. I was just fairly immature and didn't really, I hadn't really grown up coming out of high school. So going off and starting my own business was a little bit beyond the reach of what I could have done at that time. I did well in school, in high school. I wasn't like a great student in high school, Uh, but then I went into college and I found that focus. College helped me to focus down and figure out what really mattered to me and kind of solidify that overall for me. So in college, I did extremely well as a student. I got straight A's, which I mean, was a good thing for me. That was a confidence builder for me overall and really kind of drove home and built up the passion and the confidence that I needed to then go off and work in music and eventually start my own business, which is kind of where I, I am right now. <laughs> we, I also mentioned my freshman year of college was one of the worst years of my life. And part of that was just that I, yeah, I, I wasn't really in a place where I had all that confidence yet. So college really helped me with that. Since then, since college, I've still continued on a a more DIY sort of approach, trying to build on my education that I gained at college and continue it. So that, I mean, that's kind of where I started. Um, But I think both of those stories really kind of have one core element. And that is how both of us were able to maximize that experience and make the most of it. So I want to talk a little bit about that, how to actually go about maximizing whatever type of education you decide is right for you and just using it to its its fullest potential to, to get you as far as it can get you. I think the number one thing for any type of education is to fully take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to you in that form of education. Uh, Like you, Jake, you were mentioning looking back on some things and wishing that you had embraced them more fully. Can you talk about that a little bit? (laughs) That's more on the mental health side. That's more on wishing I believed in myself more, Mm. wishing I didn't uh, waste time on time wasters. (laughs) Yep. I I don't know, just things and, and people that waste time. And yeah, I mean, hindsight is always 2020, as they say. So- yeah, I guess I would just take advantage yeah, of speaking speaking up more, speaking to people more, being myself more, just following my gut more and not letting other people think for me. Right. And all of that, all of those things that you just mentioned are huge, especially in like the on the job type of education. Like you need to have that full commitment to it in that that form of education. I have a, something similar for my path through education. I felt like in college, I had all of these opportunities. I had facilities available to me. I had professors available to me. I had peers and older students available to me to learn from. And there were a lot of those things that I kind of let pass by. I didn't take full advantage of them. And that's something that I regret a little bit. And I think this is something that's really common, really for any of these forms of education, I think people approach education as this sort of magic bullet thing. Like you you do it, you pay for it, you go through it, and that that means that you are going to be handed success 
at the end of it. And I don't think that that's necessarily true at all, whether that's for college, DIY, or on the job. I don't think you can expect that since you've done something, since you've gone through the motions of it, that you're going to come out on the other end with a job. Not a chance. Not a chance. Do you feel like that's still how people approach college overall? Like that's the assumption. If you go to college, then after college, of course, you're going to be able to get a job. I was actually thinking about like college and what college education means uh, yesterday because it's just like it's just a way for everybody to know like, okay, you went through the system to know these things. You're qualified. And like that's the way it used to be. But now we have the internet and anybody can be qualified with anything. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the reality. And it's been that way. Like Berkeley's classes, I think are all online. Not all of them. But yeah. But there are a lot, there are a lot that are online. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's just not the case anymore. I still think it's, it's awesome. And I still think you, you can come out with a job, but I don't think it's guaranteed. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that you just said in that is really the key to all of this. It's the difference between being qualified and being capable. Oh, man. So college, I think, absolutely used to be that. Like, there, the only way that you were going to reach expertise in a particular field, including music, including like going to a music conservatory and something like that, the only way that you were able to do that was to go to college and you came out at the end with this degree that represents that, that you have made this achievement and that you are now qualified. But I think college has changed a lot now in that really it's not about the qualification anymore. It's not as much about about the degree. Your approach to it has to change to be about being capable at the end, having skills. And that's why I think in the field work is like that much better because you're already getting those skills to go off of. Well, I would push back on that a little bit uh, and say that like college could be a way to get those skills faster Mm. with some lower risk. I mean, you're exchanging money maybe for lower risk in that case. You know what I mean? Because you have these people who are your professors who are kind of guiding you through this whole process rather than potentially going (laughs) driving off the road somewhere you know and yeah uh and and ending up failing and then having to switch paths and change careers just to stay afloat and things like that so i think that's something that is i i see going on a lot now in education is that people say that education isn't worth it or formal education isn't worth it but i would push back and say that formal education isn't worth it if all you're going to do is go through the motions to try and get the degree because the degree at the end of the day is not the thing that is going to help you the most. The education, the experience, the knowledge, the skills, those are the things that are going to help you the most. So all of this to say, if you're going to go through any of these types of education, whether it's on the job, DIY being a little bit more formal or college as the most formal form of education, you have to take full advantage of those opportunities. If you have things that are available to you in college that you're not taking advantage of, that's where college is maybe not the best choice for you. Hopefully that kind of drives the point home. As a musician, what that might look like is also related to the people that you surround yourself with as well. 
So college can be a great place to network. And we've heard some firsthand experience from people who've had as guests on this podcast, particularly from Oneana. We've had a, a bunch of guests on the podcast that all met at SUNY Oneana. So I think that's a big thing. What would you say about that, Jake? I think that entirely sums up this episode, what it's all about entirely, because there, if, if I'll just name a couple of them, because these are, I think there's three, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we've got Johnny Two Phones, Hana G, and then Tom C, three people that all went to SUNY Oneana and three people that just absolutely grind when they are not at school. Mm-hmm. And also did while they were in school. And, yeah, yeah. And they met each other at school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's perfect. They they exactly sum up exactly what this this episode is talking about. They do. They're great at networking. They're personable. They talk to people. They maximize their opportunities. They they're not afraid to, you know, ask and like not overstep, but you know, go a little go a little further, push into the uncomfortable zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think those things are also important in the other forms of education too. Uh, And they just might look a little bit different. So that's one thing with college that can be a benefit is that you have this group of people that are all kind of bundled together, close together, who are interested in similar things. Where with the DIY approach to education, that's kind of more on you to find those people or connect with them. If you're in an online course, maybe it's a little bit more difficult to connect with those people than it is in person at college or with an on the job approach. Then it is that really comes down to your personality. I don't have the personality or I didn't have the personality to do that on my own outside of college at college age. You know, like I was not going to go out and talk to people. In fact, that's one of the things that I feel like I left on the table at college a little bit. Like I didn't talk to as many people as I should have or make as many connections in the music industry as I should have or could have. Yeah. So I think you just have to be, you have to take full advantage of that. Take full advantage of the opportunities, but also the network. So overall, I would say that whatever form of education that you're going to choose the way to make the most of it is just to be there and fully commit to it. I see, as a professor, I mean, I see this happen in real time often. There are people who are fully 100% there, taking advantage of everything, doing things outside of their classwork that are gonna be, that's gonna be beneficial to them. And then there are other people that don't do that. I would consider myself kind of middle of the road when it came to that. I took advantage of some things and I didn't take advantage of others. So yeah, be there and fully commit to whatever it is that you do when it comes to your education. So then I think to move beyond that, maybe, maybe you're listening out there and you're saying like, how does this actually apply to me? I'm already past my school. I've already done that. And now I'm into my career. Or maybe you're thinking back on your experience in school and either saying, oh, wow, yes, okay, I made the right decision for myself. Or you're thinking, uh-oh, maybe I messed up and I should have done something differently. I think in any case, you should be thinking about education continuing and going forward and not just ending in the traditional time when education ends for people in their 20s or whatever it is. 
this is something that I have only really recently gone full into and kind of jumped in headfirst into continuing education after college. And this is something I'd be curious to see what your perspective is on Jake, because it kind of seems like you've sort of just continuously educated yourself from the get-go, right? Like you never really stopped or paused, right? Yeah. No, I, I don't think I've ever really stopped educating myself. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I didn't really do that and have a continuous path after college. I went off and I did an internship and then I I got a job and I was working uh, in a studio and working in music with the goal of moving on in into a producer sort of role. And I really kind of paused and stalled out for a few years when it came to my education and furthering my education. And I think a big part of that for me was that I did take the college route. I took a route that had a significant financial investment as part of it. You know, like school isn't cheap and it's hard to make that investment sometimes and then afterwards make more (laughs) investments in yourself, especially when it comes to money, right? So I was extremely reluctant to spend any money on educating myself after college because I looked back on it and I said, I paid all this money for college and that should be all I need. You know what I mean? That's only something that I've recently kind of switched gears on and been willing to invest in furthering my own education by paying for courses, paying for online courses, uh, paying for coaching, paying for business coaching. Like I'm in my mastermind group uh, that we've talked about a few times on this podcast. I would consider that a part of my continuing education. So no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're in high school and you're thinking about whether you're going to go to college or not, or you're in college now and you're thinking about how to make the most of it, or you decided not to go to college and you're in that same age range, or you're in your professional career and just trying to make the most of it, I think you should be thinking about continuing your own education. And this, I think, all really comes down to on-the-job and DIY. Those are the two ways that you can go about furthering your education on your own. And you should be willing to spend money on that. I think it, I think that that's really important. What are your thoughts on that, Jake? Yeah, I think it's important to, to, to keep educating yourself like that because you have to look at it as an investment. And like in your situation, like, yeah, you you did spend all that money on that education and you can take that education and do what you want with it or not do what you want with it, but do what it allows you to do. But do you want to do more? What is it that you want to do? Yeah. What is it that you want to specialize in or not specialize in, but just get really good at that one little thing or that, that next subject that you might have interest in. I think that's when it's important to find the right things to spend money on and uh, invest in yourself. Right. And I think another thing that kind of goes along with that is that career paths are moving targets, I think, for everybody. Like you might go into the start of your education with a clear goal in mind where you want to end up in this particular place. Maybe you want to end up as a performing and touring artist. I think at some point in your life, even if that is where you end up, say you end up as a touring artist. At some point in your life, there might be a change for you. 
where you might want to be looking to do something else or shift gears. Maybe you want to go from being a performing artist to being a producer for other artists. That's where continuing education has to kind of come into play. You are shifting gears, so you need to gain the new skills in order to do that. So myself, for example, I went through music school singing and getting an education in the recording studio with the goal of being an engineer in a studio owned by somebody else. I wanted to work for a producer. And that's kind of how I approached my whole education with that in mind. And I did that after school. I, I, I went and I worked as an engineer at House of Loud at the studio that we've talked about on this podcast a few times before. But after that, I switched gears a little bit and I wanted to start my own business as a mixing engineer, which is what I'm doing now. And that was a big shift. I didn't go through my formal education with that in mind, but this is still where I've ended up. So I've had to continue my education and add to those skills that I got in college, Uh, learning about business, learning about marketing, something that I really never thought that I would even think about. So all of those things had to be after education, continuing my education on my own. And I've used a DIY and an on-the-job approach for those things. So I don't think that for anybody out there listening that the assumption should be that if you choose something for your own education, that that is the end, that you've, you know, you've made that choice. You've got to live with it. You're stuck with it. Yeah. That's not the case at all. You can shift gears. You can always change. You could always go back to college if you feel like you really, truly missed out on something. If you didn't go to college or if you went to college and you feel like you missed out on something that you could have gotten in with a DIY approach, you can go do that. You should always just be searching for the goal and searching for the information and the people that can get you to that goal. So I hope for everybody out there, this has helped you just kind of solidify in your mind what might work best for you. And if you've gone through some form of education in the past, hopefully thinking about it this way can confirm that you made the right choice, or if not, gives you a path going forward to continue your own education. Yeah. And I think it drives home something we talk about a lot here on the podcast, which is really just following through and being yourself and doing what's right for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. And uh, if you want to continue educating yourself, head on over to selfsignartist.com slash webinar, and you can RSVP for (laughs) mining Kobe's uh, webinar that's coming up. It's only a few thousand dollars per ticket. (laughs) Um, For legal legal reasons, that's untrue. We are... (laughs) For legal reasons, we're not having any webinars. <laughs> yeah, that you won't find that web page. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or will you? Just kidding. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in. That's all we've got for you on this episode. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Self-Signed Artist. Catch you at the webinar. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>